Hello and welcome to the August edition of Capital Yarns, the podcast, where stories inspired by three items nominated by you are brought to life, uh, usually with a bit of a hand with friends and family. And this week's no different with Father's Day coming up. It felt like this was a great time to get the whole family around the microphone uh, to celebrate Father's Day. And a story uh, very fitting for this time of year was inspired by three items nominated by my youngest daughter, Brianna, uh, and uh, pokes a little bit of fun as me at me as a father as well. Inspired by items including guinea pigs, parents, and a cat that eats guinea pigs. We're also celebrating to go with the uh, family theme a bit of a new venue for Capital Yarns, the podcast, setting up in a, in what we're calling the Milk Crate Studio. Uh, if you have a look on social media, you'll see some images of us all huddled around the microphone as we look to sort of expand our operation from the closet to the garage uh, and give a little bit more space for how we record these yarns. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be refining the new studio, dare I call it, um, in the back of the garage more over the coming episodes, maybe do a little bit more kit, make it a little bit more interesting and hopefully the sound will get a little bit better. So bear with us while we uh, make those changes. But I hope you enjoy this story. I said the whole family features a real Father's Day celebration. Don't judge a Canberra cat by its cover. The happiest day of Brianna's life was her fourth birthday. She awoke when the first rays of light shone into her room through the tiniest cracks in her curtains. As her eyes flew open, she leapt out of bed and ran into her parents' room. Strangely, they were still asleep. It's my birthday! She leapt onto her father, landing on him mid-snore, and he let out a strange mix of grunt, snort and cry as he was awoken. Ew, Dad, you have bad breath. Brianna squeezed herself between her parents. Mum wiped the sleep from her eyes. Happy birthday. Would you like to unwrap some smaller presents here? Or look at the special present outside? Brianna's eyes widened. Outside! The noise was too much for Jocelyn, her older sister, who stumbled into the room. What's going on? We're going outside to see the special present. The family made their way outside, Brianna running in front while the other three, still half asleep, tried to keep up. Brianna immediately saw part of her presence sitting on the back lawn, a small wooden hutch. Inside, two small animals were scurrying about. She ran towards the hutch. Guinea pigs! Jocelyn looked over at Mallard the cat as Brianna opened the hutch and swept one of the guinea pigs into her hands. I'm not sure Mallard likes to look about new pets. Mallard was staring intently at the new pets from across the yard. Brianna was too excited about her new present to notice. I'm going to call this one Larchie. You can name the other one, Jossie. Jossie looked closely at the two guinea pigs. The one Brianna was holding, who she had named Larchie, was light brown in colour, with splotches of white. It was cowering closely against her tummy. The other, hers to name, was completely white in colour, with piercing red eyes. It was huddled in the furthest corner of the cage. I think I'm going to call it Poppy. Jocelyn picked the new pet up gently from the cage and holding the tiny animal against her body. 
From across the yard, Mallard looked on. Jocelyn and Brianna spent the next hour trying to round up the guinea pigs. Poppy was particularly difficult to catch. Maybe we should call her Run For It. Yep, I reckon that's her new name. To the surprise of her parents, Brianna was upset when they called her inside an hour later to get ready for her party at the Adventure Playground. But I want to stay and play with Run For It and Larchie. She was still nursing the guinea pig gently against her chest. She was holding a water bottle to its mouth, which the guinea pig was gratefully sucking water from. Mum looked over at Mallard. It appeared the cat had not moved from its vigilant stance, eyes fixed on the girls and the guinea pigs. Mallard, behave yourself. Mallard continued to stare as though oblivious to what she had said. We have to see your friends, Brianna, and you've been so excited about going to the adventure playground all week. Dad pressed some buttons on his phone and began to read out what was on the screen. According to her Canberra, Canberra's Adventure Playground has two slides, a small climbing wall and a spinner. There is also a big spider net for the climbers and a flying fox for the most daring kids. Thanks for that, darling. That all sounds very exciting. How about we go and experience it and we can play with the guinea pigs when we get back? Brianna didn't move. Dad started sniffing the air, much like a guinea pig. (laughs) What's that strange smell? Is it grass? No, I don't think it's grass. Too chocolatey for that. Brianna looked up from the guinea pig, curious at her father's strange actions. He continued. There's some flour in there too. Maybe sugar? Eggs? Cake! That's what I can smell. Cake! I think it has four candles on top. Perhaps some frozen characters? Oh, it smells delicious. I think I'm going to find it and eat it all up. No! Dad was unmoved. Better come now, then. Reluctantly, Brianna and Jocelyn put the guinea pigs down and watched excitedly as they ran back into their cage. Brianna had a wonderful time at the Adventure Playground and had nearly forgotten about the guinea pigs when she returned home. But as she entered the backyard and saw the hutch, her memories came flooding back. She ran and peered into the cage before calling out, Where are they? The hutch was empty. The rest of the family followed into the backyard and began searching. Dad looked worried. Hmm, concerning. The side of the hutch has been prized open. Tears began to well up in Brianna's eyes. Jocelyn scanned the backyard, searching for Mallard, and at last spotted the cat emerging from some bushes in the corner of the yard. He was walking quickly towards the cage and some of his fur was ruffled. At the side of the family, he opened his mouth and two wet guinea pigs emerged. They ran quickly into their cage. Dad was furious. Mallard! Brianna began to reach into the cage to pull Run For It out. Dad stopped her. I don't think so, Brianna. Let's let them rest for a while. He peered into the cage of the two frightened guinea pigs. Hmm, they seem okay, but being inside a cat's mouth can't have been good for them. Dad turned his attention to Mallard. That was very bad, Mallard. I can't believe you tried to eat the guinea pigs. You're lucky I don't lock you in the laundry. In the meantime, I'm going to fix up this hutch. Mallard continued to stare innocently at Dad, as though he had done nothing wrong. Dad spent the rest of the afternoon fixing up the sides of the cage. The next morning, Brianna trudged sleepily into the kitchen. In contrast, the day earlier, she was the last in the family to wake up. What? What are we doing today? 
Where are you meeting your grandparents at Floriard? Dad looked down at his phone. Floriard, Australia's biggest celebration of spring. This iconic Canberra event, which is now in its 27th year, runs for 30 days over the months of September and October. It showcases one million flowers in bloom throughout Canberra's Commonwealth Park. Ha! Huh, and entry's free! The event welcomes more than uh, 400,000 local, interstate and international visitors each year. Um, yeah, thanks, Dad. I think we all know what Floriad is by now. Ah, yes, but do you know about Nightfest? Look, over five amazing nights, Commonwealth Park comes to life after dark with an exclusive program of events featuring great live music acts, renowned comedians, cutting-edge DJs, night markets, roving entertainment. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that, honey. Mum kissed him on the cheek. How about we all stop talking about Floriard and get ready to go and see it? Will the guinea pigs be okay around Marlard? I think so. I've tightened the cage up so it should be cat-proof. After a wonderful time picnicking and playing amongst the flowers at Floriard, as well as eating a delicious bubblegum ice cream, Brianna ran immediately back into the backyard when they returned home. She peered into the hutch. Yay, they're alive! Marlon is sitting and staring at the box. I think he's been doing that since we left. The girls spent the afternoon playing with the guinea pigs. Although it wasn't entirely clear, the small pets enjoyed all the attention. Brianna dressed Run for it in some dolls outfits and Jocelyn wheeled Larch around the yard in a pram. Mallard watched on from the corner of the yard, never for a moment taking his eyes off the smaller pets. Behave yourself, Marlard. At last it was time to go inside for dinner and the girls reluctantly put the guinea pigs down so that they could return to the open hutch. But their tiny feet had barely touched the ground before Mallard had leapt from his position. As the girls looked on in horror, the large ginger cat sped across the yard and again scooped the guinea pigs into his mouth. No, Marlon! Dad ran out of the house and chased Mallard across the yard. But before he could catch him, the cat opened his mouth and deposited the two guinea pigs next to the cage before running into the bushes and disappearing. That's it. We're going to have to lock that cat away from the guinea pigs, Dad said, puffing and out of breath. When at last Mallard reappeared later that night, Dad scooped him up and put him in the laundry. You can live here until we know we can trust you again. He put the plastic square into the cat flap so that Mallard could not come and go from the house as he usually did. Brianna and Jocelyn both ran home from school the next day, eager to once again play with the guinea pigs. They entered the yard. You can only play with them for an hour. I need to go and do some shopping at the Belconnen Markets. Dad turned to his phone. Ah, the Belconnen Markets. Canberra's oldest fresh food market, synonymous with some of the finest selections of nutritious locally grown food in Canberra since 1976. It says here it's a place where shopping is an adventure, offering a wide selection of specialty stores where you'd be spoiled for choice, discovering gourmet ingredients to create delicious, healthy meals for the whole family. Oh, and complete with a children's playground covered by a giant mushroom. That actually sounds pretty cool, Dad. I'm just going to grab a hat from inside. Do you want to want do you want one, Jossie? Yes, please. Jossie opened the hutch so the guinea kids could come out. Brianna entered the house through the laundry and saw Mallard sitting in the corner of the room staring intently at the cat flap. As she entered, he sniffed the air and became agitated. He stood up and began walking purposefully towards the door. No, Mallard, we can't trust you near the guinea pigs. Mallard appeared oblivious to her words, his eyes staring outside the door. 
Brianna turned to check on the guinea pigs and then looked back at Mallard. He didn't appear to be staring at them after all, but at something further away in the bushes. Brianna turned again to look outside and focused. It took her a moment to see what Mallard was staring at. Two small eyes were peering out. Suddenly the bushes were moving and in a blur, a small animal sprang forth and ran towards the guinea pigs. Brianna felt a rush of wind between her legs as Mallard flew out of the door, also heading towards the tiny pigs, who were sitting in the middle of the yard nibbling on grass, oblivious to the sudden commotion. All Brianna could do was look on in horror. Jocelyn! But before Jocelyn could even turn around, the two blurs that were Mallard and the animal from the bushes had reached the guinea pigs. Brianna could now see the animal which had emerged from the bushes that reached the guinea pigs. It was a small red fox and it had its jaws wide open. Just as she was convinced the fox would gobble up both guinea pigs in a single bite, Mallard reached them. The cat expertly scooped the tiny pets into his mouth, snatching them from the open jaws of the fox. Without breaking stride, Mallard continued running, stopping only for a moment to deposit the guinea pigs back at their hutch before continuing to run back inside the house and through Brianna's legs once again. Jocelyn, Mum and Dad looked on in amazement. The fox, for his part, seemed stunned by what had happened. It took it a moment to realise a number of large humans were now staring at it, but when it did, it quickly turned and ran back into the bushes. The family heard a scurrying as it made its way over the fence. Brianna came running out of the house. Did you see that, Mum? It saved Runford and Larchie? Dad stood sneering. I think he did. What a hero! The family walked back inside the house together to find Mallard curled up on his mat inside the laundry. I'm sorry we misjudged you, old boy, Dad said, opening the cat flat once again. Good boy! Jocelyn and Brianna stroked and cuddled Mallard, who seemed to enjoy the attention. Your favourite tuna for dinner tonight, Mallard. Maybe we should all get a nice dinner to celebrate Mallard's heroics. Perhaps Ricardo's? Dad reached for his phone. Oh, Ricardo's, a Canberra institution with a wonderful selection of sweet things set right next to a playground. The cafe served... Yes! Thanks, Dad! We get the message! (laughs) All right, then. Well, before we go, I'll see if I can fix that fence to stop that fox getting back in. Mallard and the guinea pigs continued to be the best of friends, as they had been from the very beginning. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks to the family for their help and assistance, particularly Brianna, who requested the story. Uh, Inspired by our own guinea pig pets you may have picked up uh, and those other items that she nominated. You can also find out more about other Capital Yarn stories on the website, capitalyarns.com.au, or pick up the book at a range of retailers around Canberra. Thanks to Hashimoto for supplying the theme. We'll be back in September with another story, audio story, uh, brought to life, probably with the hand of the family and friends, uh, and maybe with a little bit more of a refined sound as the Milk Crate Studio continues to take shape. Keep an eye out on Twitter and Facebook, Capital Yarns there too, to get some photos and some insights into to what's happening with the studio. Until then, bye for now.